Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. All right. Hello, Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. We are back at it again. It's your host, Philip and JT. JT, how's it going, man? Things are good, man. Life is good. I'm blessed. Happy to be here. Yep, yep. Same on my end as well, man. You know, it's as we do these podcasts, you know, you're in Las Vegas, I'm in Chicago. It's fun to see how like the distance doesn't really make that much of a difference. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting to see how all this technology is kind of playing out, especially as this whole Pokemon Go craze is just like, what the hell is this, man? <laughs> Pokemon Go. You know what? It's funny because we, we haven't even discussed this yet, but I, I, I think it's funny that you bring this up because I, I have been wanting to talk to you about it um, because I did download it. Did I will, you? I will, I will own up to that. I downloaded hey, it. Hey, I, you know, it, it piqued my interest enough to at first I was like, okay, these guys are all idiots. I'm not right. going to be a part of that. But now I'm like, okay, I just want to download it to see what is this all about. Right. So, so that's what I did, and I'll, I will tell you my experience with it. Um, I downloaded it in the Kansas City airport as I was walking through because you know I had a couple hours to kill. I figured, why not? Well, what I figured out is you you have to actually have your phone out and have the app open at all times in order to like discover these Pokemon. I thought maybe, you know, you just walk around and you get like a notification. Hey, there's a, <laughs> you know, a Charmander in your area, you know, go catch it, whatever. But it's not how it works. You have to literally be staring at your phone while you walk around, you know, and I just, <laughs> I feel like I don't have time for that, you know. You're the worst so, Pokemon Go player. You're sitting there with your phone in your pocket hoping that you could get some they're gonna notification. They're going to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking they're going to come to me. I guess it doesn't work that way. But, oh, you know, so... I, I guess, you know, and then the argument could be made that, hey, uh, you know, you have time for to to go on Reddit and things like that. So what's the difference? Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those weird things, man. And it, it took over really, really quickly. But it's funny that this is actually a perfect tie-in to what we're going to be talking about today. On the flip <laughs> side of, of, of the staring at your phone as you walk around trying to catch Pokemon is the interpersonal skills. Interpersonal skills. Yeah. yeah, that that we all need to, you know, not just survive, but to thrive and, and kind of grow ourselves and better ourselves and position ourselves to to be in situations that are going to be beneficial to what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, this is what we're going to be talking about at this next Yield Mastermind meeting. And, you know, we discussed that we, you know, this would be a really awesome thing to share with the podcast community because this is one of those areas where I don't know that people put enough emphasis on this area of their lives. Would you agree? Absolutely. Well, it, it's funny because um, I, I chose this topic because it's something that came up in my life recently. Um, there was a, a guy, a senior engineer at the company that I work for. He'd been been with the company for ten years and been in the industry for thirty. And this, I mean, this was a guy. He's a very talented engineer, and he got fired. Um, mm last week and it was because uh he had pissed so many of our clients off so that they did, they didn't want to work with him um so we were actually losing clients he was losing the company you know we're talking tens of millions of dollars uh in the construction world because they wouldn't work with Southland because they didn't want to work with him and uh this again this is a guy who's a very talented engineer and it just goes to show 
that uh, those those people skills are vital. It doesn't matter how good you are at your job if you can't relate to people. And actually, um, you know, Harvard and Stanford teamed up and did a study, and their results, their findings were that even in the most technically skilled jobs, such as engineering or doctors or stuff like that, 85% of your salary and your basically your success in the workplace is due to soft skills, people skills. Only mm. 15% is due to your technical ability. Mm. So I, that, that's, that's astounding to me. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's huge. When you think about the amount of time that people go to school to learn a skill or the mm-hmm. amount of time that an emphasis that the world as a whole puts on the learning of your craft, the learning of the technicalities of what you're going to do versus what you just shared. I mean, 85% is people skills. So imagine if we kind of focused our energy, 85% of it on the people skills, the communication, these interpersonal skills. And then, you know, we obviously you want somebody who knows what they're doing technically, but at the yes. same time, you want to if you don't like the guy you're going to be working with, you're not going to do business with them and your real life experience that you just shared, I mean, is a perfect example of it. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Well, you know the the old uh, adage that that more business deals are are made on the golf course than yeah. in the conference room and and that's because of the fact that you do business with people that you like. And um, you know, those those interpersonal skills and having charisma are, is just so essential. And so I I totally agree. And so what would you say JT is like one of the the top or or not one of the or a couple of the top things that that you found in your life or that you've read about or that you you know you've studied in preparing for this meeting? What are Mm -hmm. some of the things that that you find are like the key things that you need to master? If there's a couple things that you could start to work on today, what would those be? Well, that's a great question, and I've got a couple of them for you ready here. Um, I would say number one is to embrace your imperfections because so many people feel like in order to make a good impression, in order to come off as professional or impressive, they have to, they have to seem perfect. And first of all, that, that puts undue stress on your mind because you're constantly working to, to keep up this persona of perfection. And on top of that, People don't relate to perfection. What people relate to is the lovable goofball, right? I mean, in, <clears throat> to a certain extent, the ability to say, hey, I'm not perfect, but I'm okay with that and I can laugh at myself. I mean, think, you know, people that can laugh at themselves are some of the most likable people, right? Some of the most charismatic, memorable people are people that laugh at themselves. Yeah, um, and it's – and I'm just going to add on to that. Yeah. I mean, I think the embracing your imperfections is totally critical because like you said, if you're trying to be perfect and you're putting yourself out there as perfect all the time, you're going to be able or you're not going to be able to have anybody relate to you because people, as you said, don't relate to perfect. And it's being able to communicate to people on a human level. We have to understand, and, it, and it's hard for me, It's and I'm, I'm not going to throw this out there on everybody else, but for me, it's sometimes hard to think about that the people that I'm communicating with are just other people too. They have the same right. struggles, stresses, things going on in their life, 
And when I go to communicate with somebody, if it's someone that I deem as higher than me or, you know, better than or, you know, more well off than, I get all tied up in, oh, I got to be careful in how I communicate. I got to make sure I communicate this perfectly because so-and-so is doing this and I want to be doing that. But we we have to just break it down and remember, these are just people too. And we just need to have human conversation. Wow. Human conversation. I like that term. That's exactly right. Um, And actually, it's funny because that that leads me into my second point, which is don't be a conversational narcissist. Mm. So... (laughs) One of the one of the most important people skills or one of the most important realizations that you can have that will give you people skills is that what do people want to talk about more than anything else? Themselves, right? That that to them, I mean, 99% of the time, that's what they're interested in talking about. So oftentimes, when especially when you get to, you know, kind of type A personalities, highly driven personalities, they, it's funny because you can sit back and, and watch them and they, they go at it and, it, and it's kind of <laughs> like who can dominate the conversation yeah. <laughs> more, you know, it's like a, uh, I think uh, Jim, no, it's Brian Regan uses the, he has this joke about a me monster and that's all they talk about is me, 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 you know, and, and people don't like to be around that. No. Um, so don't be a conversational narcissist. Basically, what it comes down to is is taking a genuine interest in other people and and their lives um, because you people don't remember what you say people remember the way that you made them feel right mm. and so if you want to be memorable make somebody else feel important that's, that's kind of the the point of step number two that's such a solid point and you know with that is just be, learning to be a good listener and one of the things that the, this podcast has done for me. And, you know, having all these conversations with people within the group and trying to figure out how to help somebody within their situation, how to help somebody grow to achieve something they're looking to achieve, you have to really sit down and be a good listener. And like you said, take a real interest in that person. Because if, for instance, someone's talking and the whole time that they're sharing, I'm sitting here thinking about how I'm going to rebuttal or respond or what I can share within my experience to to whatever they're saying initially, that's not going to help them. What you need to do is sit back and be totally engaged in listening because then you can ask the next question that's going to engage them deeper and it's going to help them so much more. And I think, you know, <laughs> it sounds a lot better to say don't be a conversational narcissist than, it's, than it is to just say be a good listener. But seriously, I mean, if there's one thing you can take away from the show today, is to be a good listener and to make sure that you put the other person in the conversation first. That's mm-hmm. going to take you leaps and bounds above everybody else within these interpersonal skills. Yep. There's a study that said that in order to a, – a skilled conversationalist in a 30-minute conversation will talk about themselves for five minutes. Mm. The other 25 minutes, they're talking about the other person. So, I mean, that, that, that's a, a pretty startling statistic if you think about it, but it, and it's, it's totally not in line with, I think, some of the, like, ex- commonly accepted knowledge about, you know, everybody thinks you have to have these witty remarks and comebacks and funny stories from your life. And really, yeah. people just want to tell you their stories. You yeah. know? And so if you can just be a listener, you've, you've got 90% of conversation down already. Yeah. And, and, it- Within this interpersonal, you know, skills realm, you have to 
be able to read the situation because mm-hmm. there's points in in conversations or in different scenarios where, where you need to be the talker, you need to be sure. the storyteller or whatever. But you're right, 25 minutes out of 30, you need to be listening, engaging with the person, you know, basically uh, asking them and, and kind of leading them on to share more and deeper and deeper. Because like you said, it's not so much about what was what you said that the people remember, mm-hmm. it's about how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And so when you sit there and ask them deeper and deeper questions, they're going to walk away from that conversation and be like, man, that guy really cared about what I was saying. Like, wow, he, you know, look what I shared with him, you know, and it's funny. And I'm not going to say that I'm this incredible interpersonal skills person, but, you know, there's been conversations that I've had with people that I just met where we get get really deep into things. And then before you know it, they feel like they're your best friend after one conversation. And if you are a good listener, you can really make that happen. It's not that hard to get people to share about themselves, but the people that, find it hard to get others to open up are probably the people doing the most amount of talking versus listening. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. That That's a great point. And I actually have an uncle um, who's really, really good at, at this second, this second tip. I mean, he, and he's actually, so it's funny because he is the, the coach of a speech and debate team here in Las Vegas. Mm. And they've actually, they've won, um, they've won state the last 23 years in a row. So wow. every year he's been coaching, they've won state. That I mean, is you can a think really incredible track record. <laughs> a reign of dominance. I mean, if this were to be happening in sports, it would be all over the news. But of course, yeah. it's speech and debate. Speech so, you know, <laughs> it's not all over the news. But the point is that he's this coach. And I, in my opinion, one of the things that he teaches his students so well to do is to listen. Because whenever I see him and we're having conversations – he he's very good at listening. He's very good at asking not only asking questions but asking the right questions. Mm. You know that that show his interest and his understanding. There's such a difference between mm-hmm. asking just a question and asking the right question. That's such a great point. Mm-hmm. Because there's the shallow platitude questions that yeah. that anybody can come up with. Oh, where are you from? What do you do? Do you like it? You know that kind of stuff. But he he really asks some questions that that make you want to tell him more. Right. So. So that's tip number two. Don't be a conversational narcissist. And the third and final tip that I'm going to share because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, we don't want to give it all away. We're just doing I don't want to show my here. hands too, too soon. Okay, but my third and final tip that I'm going to, I'm going to share today is gush, don't gossip. Mm. So um, now this is like if you watch the Kardashians or if you read any sort of tabloids <laughs> – I'm yep. really sorry, but JT just shot everything that you care about well, down. <laughs> and I don't think anybody would ever have ever accused the Kardashians of being incredible uh, conversationalists or I, having great interpersonal skills. I'll tell right? you what, JT, when I watch that show, uh, sometimes sometimes I wonder what types of conversations are going on. I get, right. I, I almost get lost in the fact that these conversations are so surface level. And really carry no meaning at all. But anyways, that's, you know, I digress. So Gus, don't gossip. Um, when, when, when we gossip about people, and there have been multiple studies that have found that when you gossip to somebody about somebody else, that person that's listening not only attributes those traits to that person that you're telling them about, they attribute those traits to you as mm. well. So you're telling me that if I'm saying to like someone, someone's a jerk or someone, 
you know, cheated on so and so. So you're saying to me, if I say that to somebody, they're not just going to associate that with who I'm talking about, but they're going to associate those things with me. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Wow. And it, it, it's at a subconscious level. So obviously, they're not going to think in their head. Oh, Philip said that about Philip said so and so's a jerk. Well, he's a jerk too. That's, <laughs> that that thought process is not happening. But at the subconscious level, they're now thinking, okay, Philip told me about this jerk. And they're, they're, they're kind of over there being jerks together, right? Mm. Now, and the, and, and the other side of it is that, you know, somebody who comes to you with a lot of gossip, you, you, you're always thinking, are, are they, what are they saying about me, yes. right? I mean, if, if they're gossiping, gossiping about so-and-so, who then they go to so-and-so and gossip some more, you know, who, who knows what they're saying behind my back? Whereas when you gush, when you... When you lift other people up, they they do the same. People do the same thing. So they take those traits and they associate them with you, mm. and they start to think, "Well, you know, he talks so so highly of of so and so. I wonder what what he says about me." And how easy is it for us to to switch that? I mean, it's it's not that difficult to go from talking bad about someone to actually saying good things about that person if you just reframe the way you're looking at the situation and. Man, JT, these have been absolutely awesome tips. That last point that you hit on reminded me of this book. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And he talks about how gossip is just, it's not only to the to who, like for instance, if you're gossiping to somebody, not only are they going to attribute those traits to you and to the person you're gossiping about, but the mm-hmm. fact that you're saying it is internally doing something to you it's 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 turning your thoughts more negatively it's turning your thoughts to these other so a great resource for you guys if you want to check out a book that that talks a little bit about these things not so much the interpersonal but a little more of the spiritual aspect of some of these things within conversation etc but JT man thank you for sharing and yeah this is a a teaser if you want the full-blown deal you're either number one in the yield mastermind group and you're going to get that on Sunday or you're not in the Yield Mastermind group and you got to join if you want to if you want to get all the goodness. But JT, man, it's it's been fun. Uh, it's been man, it's been a crazy week. But yes. I'm glad that we sat down to get this podcast done. It seems like this is one of those things where we haven't quite solidified it as like a, a, a an actual practice that we do, and so we're struggling to put it in you know into the schedule like it should be. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and the funny thing is that um, I'm, I'm only going to be down here working this schedule for another month, so I guess we better <laughs> figure, figure it out. But we better, but, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. But but the good news is I'll be uh, headed back up to Reno here in about a month or so, and I'll be back in school, and things should should slow down a little bit for there me. There we go. And I'll tell you what, man. Our last meeting on accountability, and for those of you listening, mm-hmm. the power of accountability and the power of accountability partners has mm-hmm. been a game changer. And the way that we just restructured the group and the way that we are enforcing accountability at a, at a deeper level and just really holding people accountable to the standards that we all want to be held accountable to has been a game changer. We just got to gotta filter that into the podcast realm, and that'll happen, no doubt. But JT, man, it's been a blast. Thanks for sharing with us. And for those of you guys who are looking for more information about this, there's tons of stuff you can find online. We'll link to some of the stuff that we're talking about in the show notes. And of course, if you want the ultimate discussion around this stuff, you can find that within the Yield Mastermind group at yieldmastermind.com. JT, man, thanks again.
Absolutely. All right, guys, we will talk to you next time. If you guys enjoyed that episode, please let us know. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to be at Yield Mastermind on all those platforms. Check out our website, yieldmastermind.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Please reach out to us. Let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you're loving the content. Please write us a review on iTunes if you feel the desire to. We really appreciate hearing from our audience and really understanding if you guys are loving what you're hearing or if you guys would like to hear something totally different. We're always open to that stuff. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying this show as much as we are, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time.